Retro Anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Vic, Brian, and Lynette. How's it going, everyone? Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey. In this episode, we set our sights on an unkillable target, Golgo 13, the professional. We'll take the job. Golgo 13 is a 1983 Japanese animated action film based on a manga series, Golgo 13, by Takao Saito. The film was directed by Osamu Dezaki, and it is the first animated film based on the manga it there were two live action films previous to this but this is the first animated uh the film was later released in north america by streamline pictures in 1992 which is just about the time we would have picked it up i'm pretty sure i picked this one up from blockbuster uh that is so amazing it came out in, in 83 and then we didn't get to 92 and we were like oh my god that's so yeah. Yeah, almost a decade. Uh, pretty wild stuff. So, but yeah, I, I like I said, I think I picked this up at Blockbuster. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, maybe because I didn't own it. I've never owned it before now. So, and and I'd just preface with I feel like that was a mistake on my part because rewatching it now, I really wish I I feel like I do need to own it. Uh, <laughs> just needs like a Blu-ray release or something. <laughs> I can, I can honestly say that I really enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this a lot more than I remember. This is one of those instances where rose-colored glasses weren't wrong. Like, I went back to revisit this, and I was like, this is just as wild as I remembered it. Yes. Now, Lynette, this was your first time with the movie, yeah? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. This... Mm-hmm. Now, I... Well, obviously, we'll get to it in our final thoughts, but it it is it is definitely a product of its time, uh, animation wise. You can there are some some parts of it where boy, that thing reads eighty three, and there are and there are some parts that are absolute brilliance. For those of you who don't know, uh, GoGo thirteen, uh, the professional, uh, as it was called here in the states, uh, it's about a professional contract killer, and um, he's hired to assassinate a character. Uh, whose name I didn't know. Yeah, well, yeah. So, all right, that's a good good place to start. This anime, I'm going to say based on the manga, is nothing if not a glorious love letter to the spy and and, uh, thrillers of, like, the 70s. Yes. Right. Down to the music, the, the character design, everything. Not just yeah. that, the whole opening animation screams James Bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, and, and a fun, uh, just a fun mindless musing about that. That is not the intro we saw when it came out in 92. No, on rewatching, it actually blew me away. I was like, I don't remember CG. And it's like, I had to actually look it up. And it's like, holy crap, it's like one of the first that actually incorporated computer generated graphics. Yeah. And and we didn't get that for some reason. They decided to edit out the very James Bond esque intro uh, when we originally saw this uh, back in the day. Very, very skull and bullets and guns. Oh, and, it was. And Andrew, I was yeah. I 
I had to keep watching it. I was like, really? There's I just walking around, skeleton blowing off the other skeleton's head. Okay. It, it was so, and then just like, I mean, everything down to uh, the way they cut to panels when action's happening. Uh, the way that they do manga line work in some of the shots, the saxophone music like rocking in the background for all the I mean, this, this whole movie is camera angles. Some of the camera angles, I was like, damn, they totally lifted that out of a, a spy movie. And it's just. It's impressive the amount of and I I, I, I really want to almost want to check out the manga to see if that holds true, because this feels from the outside looking in like a direct translation like if you were gonna like the manga animated and that they pulled it off similar to how they did with the fist of the north star how everything feels like that must have been the way it looked in the manga and they successfully pulled that off and like this is the north star we have to deal with the whole issue of blood these guys <laughs> <laughs> they can take a punch a stab a shot and <laughs> just get up and keep on moving i'm like come on Duke is, which, come on, Duke is, Duke is the- shot in the chest and just put a Band-Aid on like it was a boo-boo. And then decided to go it to- It was a boo-boo to Duke, Duke, Duke having the most Anglo manly name of any, any assassin. Like, Duke. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, how is he Japanese with the name Duke? It's a manly name. Yeah, it's he's uh, yeah. It goes it's... with his manly face. I don't think he smiled. I'd be surprised if like an eye twitch happened. Like he got shot in the chest and his face was still the same. And the only thing that happened was he just closed his eyes. Like, oh, like, I'm gonna oh have I can't to believe he down. shot me. Right? I can't believe he stabbed me. <laughs> yeah, he stabbed me. I got shot. I'm I'm jumping off a building. It's the same face. Later in the movie, he pulls out like a six-inch spike from his shoulder, and he's just grimacing the whole time. <laughs> Stone yeah, cold. He just, just closes his eyes. Speaking of his face, his face lines were those scars, or was that just his face? I think it's just his. I think it's perma scowl. I don't think it's yeah. a scar. Yes, I, I've seen that with other animes, and it's usually the people who just never smile. Like if you look at it, a lot of the big, tall guys. And they're just always like perpetually unimpressed about everything. Yes, yeah, they're the ones in all the other animes who have those big lines. That's how you know that they're going to take everything so serious. They're the they're the intense ones, yeah. <laughs> Permascal guys. Yeah, I I I loved the setup, the whole intro, the setup, the way that they're when they're animating, like he's putting this the rifle together, and mm -hmm. and they're they're showing like the plane on approach and all all that shit, and. uh and just this, uh, the great level of, of, of care that went into it. Obviously, you could tell the person that wrote the manga, drew the manga, is uh, is into this, right? He's into, like, the whole the guns and cars and, you know, spies and all that. Because he, he really, like, they really dialed it in. And this movie is filled with what I have to say are some of the most impressive kills I've ever seen in an assassin film. Hell <laughs> Yeah, animated or live. First one. The first one, he shot the guy while on a plane and then flew away. Like, <laughs> yes. And then, then, and then how do you top that? How do you top that? By shooting a guy on a cruise ship from a lighthouse. <laughs> yes. Center mass, one shot. 
is. Then it gets even better. Everybody's hunting him. So what does he do? Public airport and shoots the guy. Just <laughs> and then grabs his bag. Like I'm off to go see the zoo. And, <laughs> and, and nope. Yeah. He did, no like, he did like y'all saw him trying to shoot me first, right? He tried to shoot me. <laughs> I shot him. Um, he was trying. All to good shoot. here. We're good. Yeah. yeah right. I was thinking Name's about Duke, Duke, and they're like, "Oh, you can go, Duke." You got to say spoilers. If they're if they're on if they're this far in, we're, we're like fourteen episodes. If they're this far into the show, they know we spoil the whole fucking movie. So <laughs> used to it by now. Well, that's the whole point of talking about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you know, I will say there's um besides just the incredible kills. Come on, uh, lighthouse to to the ship, the, the, the airplane, hotel. the thing, just the the, yeah, the, one where the hotel through the building, through the building, yeah, yeah, all of that. Oh wow. Do you know what the most important thing? Of- for me, what impressed me the most about that kill? That was the only kill that it took him more than one shot to take off? No, no. That, that one, all the shots, out of all the shots he shot, only one made it through. So yeah. nobody else got collateral damage. Nobody else got shot. Like he knew he the just, exact number of bullets to get through the glass. and then... Exactly. <laughs> how do you, how do you... Not only that, you have to time it so, you know... The previous casing doesn't hit the the one that's coming in, and it, ah, it was good. Yeah, it, it, was. it was it was just very this this whole this whole anime is very smart. Love it. Speaking about that shot, the physics of that shot even <laughs> and and it, and it even took away his skill. Like, look, he's he's a badass for trying this, but I'm going to make sure that the trigger you have is electric, so it doesn't pull, and then. You won't get to jump with the recoil. By you not be, oh my god, that is just a <laughs> phenomenal piece of physics. And then he just walks down the street and kills the the bad guy who's trying to kill him, anyways. <laughs> He's walking down the street. But was he really a bad guy? I mean, he was technically federal agents. <laughs> well, he just got in the way. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like this speaks to another another thing about this is that. It's not just uh, clever kills and, and really like spy love letters. It it does have a pretty involved plot. The storyline for this is, in my opinion, arguably just as involved, if not more, than than some of the best Bond movies. Like there's a lot of intrigue, but then there's this whole like I I love that it, when it starts, you know, he gets the kill off, whatever, no big deal. And then he's, he's, he's got the assignment to take out Dr. Z. And I'm thinking, this is the main story. It's going to be this whole Dr. Z plot, right? Like he, you know, they were just showing he's a badass when he killed the kid on the boat. And then this is the plot. And and they threw you the curveball because that's done in like eight minutes. It's like, nope, Dr. Z story. We're done with that. I'm, yeah. yeah, everything else was just like, you know, just filler while everyone else was plotting on how to kill him. Yeah, it was all build up to this really just great climax with him having to climb the tower to get to the bad guy at the top level. And it is, I don't know, it's, it was great. Did you know that Dr. Z was Cindy and before he oh, told yeah. her? Did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, considering, you know, we did watch it in 93. Yes. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I don't Yeah, It's I don't I didn't remember this movie as much as I thought I did. He welded too much power. That's 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 what gave me the hint. If 
Yeah. See, we're talking about how she was like the beloved daughter, but then oh all yeah, sudden, all that said. Then all of a yeah. sudden, she walks into the restaurant and is like, "Bring him!" And they walk, and everybody goes, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, if she were the actual daughter, they would that, that he would not have been brought yeah, over." Exactly. And if he were, he would. The room would have been totally surrounded the entire time. I, exactly. I love that, and. And I've got to tell you, this if this speaks to anything, it's Brian, you know, and, and everyone else. When we were when we did the hentai episode, what did we ask for? We wanted to know where the consensual sex was. We found the consensual we sex. <laughs> we found it. Here it is. It's in one anime. You're welcome. Hey, you would think he'd be happy about it, but motherfucker didn't smile. <laughs> yes. I mean, he sat there for the entire pre- the entire session, so you would assume he enjoyed it, but he, he didn't look like he was having fun. <laughs> two things, two things about that. As a guy, if I'm in the throes of passion with a woman and she's not making me, and I'm just laying there. I thought he was dead. <laughs> just sitting there, like, unamused. I thought it was like basic instinct where he, she had like killer for JJ and he was dead. <laughs> laid out. <laughs> the other guy just came in and just started talking to him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. While while shit was going down. You know, I mean, it wasn't until he like changed positions where I was like, oh, he's alive. I thought he was dead. <laughs> he's not knocked out at all. She's not. She's not. This isn't her taking he's advantage. Putting effort in. I. She yeah. was losing her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I was like, what is happening? How? <laughs> you know, you when, know. <laughs> when you're in the throes of passion with Duke Togo, you know, you feel nothing but everything. Like his Kama Sutra, <laughs> like breathing and opening his chakra, was the fucking point. Right? When you it's... open your chakras, you don't need to move your muscles. You can have a moment. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't God. know. There must he have sat there him. looking dead. He was controlling one muscle, one muscle only. It, it was it was hilarious. You know, maybe 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 we're all giving him too much credit. Maybe it was just taking that much self composure to not finish like in a second because she was absolutely like riding a bronco. So he was oh, sitting yeah. there thinking. Of, he was sitting there just thinking of like baseball stats. <laughs> well, she's sitting there. She has a freaking bow on. I mean. Come on! I don't know what guy would not be just like. That's if your yeah. woman walked into the room and nothing but a bow. That's <laughs> a, he was. He was. He was very. That. I. That's. That's what it is. Is he was concentrating on anything but have. that. It must have been like or, naked grandmas, baseball, dead babies. You know. Or maybe he was. He was so excited about the kill he just did. He was like, "Look, look, seriously, I just killed somebody from a lighthouse." Way over there. I mean, <laughs> you should have seen it. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it took everything for me to do that. So this is all you get right now. This is it. This is it. I mean, even with the crazy lady, the Doctor Z, it's like she was. Oh, and he's she just was like, yeah. He just wild. went. Oh, okay. I guess it's time to do it. <laughs> like, let me get into the mood. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna great face. A woman loves this face. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is my happy face. No expression. <laughs> what does old face look like? <laughs> that was I'll, I'll tell you, it's nothing. Sure of his lip curls real quick. Right. Because <laughs> the world would end if they actually showed it, so they couldn't show it. <laughs> because he's not the manliest of manly men if he's emoting and having fun. So, 
So yes, yeah, so uh, uh, Duke is not a, I don't want to call him an apt lover. Uh, he just phones it in. I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, apparently. Let me love it. Apparently addictive. I don't know. He didn't see his final form. I mean, his, his power level has to be over 9,000. <laughs> I mean, so you get this wonderful subplot with the whole Cindy is actually Dr. Z thing. And I, I thought they were going to play that out a lot longer than they did. And then she, of course, because she's clearly batshit, decides she's going to try and shoot him from horseback, uh, mm-hmm. which is always just a bad idea. Uh, and he puts her out, which is great. It's it's an excellent short sequence that, you know, was probably a chapter in the manga. And it was just it was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, just then- because frozen scene when she gets shot in the head yeah just how they just stopped it right there just great and i i love that and i love that it's all it's all building up to his skill set like it's all that's all this is all this is is just expanding on on his skill set right and showing that he is is. right and he's just that much of a badass because the name duke wasn't enough quick question how did the guy on the boat in the amazon know that he was afraid his face didn't change no shit it's because he asked a question. He doesn't ask questions. He just takes the job and he's all good. But this time he's like, make sure you've got this thing. And they're like, all right, cool. <laughs> he's it's like, oh, shit. He asked he a question. Oh, my God. He <laughs> must be scared. <laughs> In 20 years of working with him, he's never asked a question. Then I, I, we're this whole the whole overarching plot of, uh, of Mr. Dawson, the oil tycoon who is hunting down Gogo for killing his son. Uh, then it, it introduces us to just the greatest character, Snake. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Two <yeah>. teeth? <laughs> He's got Two little teeth. baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> little two teeth? I don't... That was, that dude is disturbing. Little toddler, his little toddler teeth, and he's obsessed with the, the guy's daughter-in-law. He never grew out of his baby teeth. Dude. <laughs> Seriously, and and limber, so limber. Yeah, <laughs> really I had limber. To, like, block him out. Seriously, as soon as I as soon as I saw two teeth and nothing else, I was like, okay, I can't I can't watch this guy. Yeah, he's next going. level creeper, and the way he and the name, of course, uh, obviously perfectly chosen. The way he just slithers and skulks over to uh, uh, Laura, was her name, as just brilliantly disturbing and disgusting, and I loved it because. He made me want to kill him immediately. So, <clears throat> mission accomplished there. But yeah, so then this whole subplot starts, uh, the whole subplot, the whole main plot starts baking out, and you got, uh, it's Oil Tycoon, he's in charge, he's got the fucking FBI, he's got the fucking CIA, he's got the US military, like everybody trying to find and, and kill Golgo. And he's got this entire task force, and this is the building, shooting through a building scene. And he's they're just trying to figure out all this shit about can you see the south side from the north side and what's going on there it's i it's animated intensity but i i, I appreciated the the tension in in building up to that is that they could have just had the shot be a thing but they again everything is building up to his skill set showing that he is this master assassin i like how they never tried to stop him once he was in position and he right. was like they never Oh, he's going to kill this person. Protect him. No, no. <laughs> Clearly, they need to die. <laughs> and it, it gets even worse because it's like, okay, we know he's here talking to Rita. 
Rita owns a Ford dealership that was not available in the U.S., but I think it was like an Australian exclusive. You're going to have to expand on that. So, the, you know, they had the Ford, the car, the dealership, whichever. It was the Autorama. Mm-hmm. It, it was not a U.S. thing. It was, I think, an Australian and European thing from what I looked up. I love it. Same thing with the car model. And so neither one would be in San Francisco. So she's very uh, an exclusive a dealer in exclusivity. Right. It, means it should have been that much easier to find him. <laughs> I, I loved Rita. I thought she was a fun sidekick character. I really wish we would have got more out of her uh, rather so than we, just. Apparently we got, we got every bit of her. We got as much <laughs> as we can get out of her. She gave it to, she could have given no more. Bobo <laughs> did. Rita died for her cause. Rita. One, yeah. Rita. Put some respect to her name. Rita. And yeah, it's of course <clears throat> you can't have a, a young woman in this movie and not have her have sex with Duke, because that's all that's all she needed was for payment. So. Uh, but no, she was fun. She was sassy. She was written interesting. I, I would have, you know, I loved that it, for her 25 seconds of screen time that they established she had a really good rapport with, with Duke and history. And I love that all about her. I thought she was, I don't know, she was just fun. I liked her a lot. I like the difference in this love scene over there because he cared about her. They 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 protected her modesty. They didn't show her. If he's about to kill him. Oh, right there. Go ahead. Right. Her was like in the shadows almost. Like they didn't turn the lights right. on. Right. Right. Because it was it was making love. Yeah, she she was shy about her. That's right. She yeah, she did she had a nudity clause in her contract. Um, <laughs> and Duke probably smiled during the process. Thus they blocked that's it. That's why out. she died. That's that. Yeah, that's why they kill her character off. Uh, <laughs> so then it, it's I I think probably one of the. And I just have more questions about it than anything. Uh, but Mr. Dawson, obviously horribly corrupt beyond compare, just happenstance randomly agrees to give his daughter-in-law to baby teeth. Like a pimp sex toy. Yeah. yeah. And, tr- and have his granddaughter learn to shoot, specifically yep. for the whole airport scene. It's stone cold, right? Because... You think about the implications of this. Is he's he's trying to avenge the death of his son, and at this point they haven't established who killed him, um, or not, you know, who ordered the hit. So he's he's trying to avenge the death of his son, and and the love of his son's life is the payment for this. It's just thought about, this. and it's a it's a dark fucking scene. Like it's just it's very. It's very cold and very dark and it's it, very hentai. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, very much so. But man, just stone cold. That's. I think the thing about that scene was he, in his mind, he was thinking to himself, "Hey, listen, I'm putting all this and everything to make sure his die. The least you can do is give your body to baby teeth. All I need you to do is completely give yourself to to baby, baby teeth here, and no. be fine." The whole do- the whole daughter training to kill him. What's the point of having this whole convoluted scheme? You know, if you're just gonna, you know what, I'm gonna put the granddaughter out there. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. That was it was. I think it was. I mean, obviously, it was just to get a rise or a movement in the story because it really was 
probably his dumbest idea. <laughs> the entire the entire story. I'm gonna teach my my granddaughter to to shoot. Perfect. She'll be the assassin. I think it was probably probably the laziest decision they made in that. I yeah, I agree. Because say what you want. Yeah, your son got killed, but he's already has a legacy. His daughter's already there. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. should be preparing for that, but you went damn it all to hell. Everybody is gonna burn down. And I mean just like brass balls, right? Because he doesn't know if Golgo's the kind of guy that'll kill a kid. Oh yeah. It's- well, he's or, also the same guy who has like shady meetings on the middle of a boat behind a 500 gallon fish tank. And <laughs> when people don't believe, don't fall in line, he just punches these leaders right in the face. Like, that, was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> right? Like, he's just, he's just got, he's just got the cojones, man. I don't know. He just sat there. He was like, what? You're not going to do what I did? Don't, do you see the fish tank? how awesome i am and then just flies over the table and hits people <laughs> right, like completely loses his shit and the worst part about that is that despite the fact that as the audience you don't know exactly who ordered to hit on his son till the end yeah by yeah. that point you know for sure he knew who did it who did it yeah 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 because because he gets confronted by by laura after she's i guess fucked it to complete submission it's the damnedest thing it's i mean like where she ends up at the end of the movie you're just like really like that's you were married to the son of an oil billionaire you didn't get nothing like you didn't get the house you didn't get money you didn't get this is where you've ended up as a prostitute in the movie and and so she's just like she's just done right she's she's and then she gets the ultimate Apparently, she gets the ultimate storm to rain and just misses some point blank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I didn't want to. Who knows? Maybe she did hit him and he just didn't feel it. Right. No shit. So I didn't want to jump to that That's fair. yet. That's fair. That's fair. We'll come, we'll fair. come back to it. I, I, I didn't want to jump to it yet. I, I wanted to talk about gold and silver. <laughs> so gold and silver had probably one of the best buildups as far as like, Bond villains go, right? They get this elaborate story that Dawson's telling, I guess, all the people that probably already know the story about these these two soldiers who just were savage killing machines. It was, I liked it. It was really cool. But boy, the payoff for that was not there. Oh, no, they went out like chumps. They were okay, really... I wasn't the only one, right? <laughs> no, they were so bad. It was terrible. It's like all this... I was more impressed, and I even wrote it down. I said the snake versus Golgo fight in the elevator. It was fucking great. I loved all that. Can I tell you that twice because of that fight? Me since you bring up that fight twice, snake could have killed him. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then Chopper comes and shoots him. <laughs> but no, that's, not the first, that's not the only time it's happened in the when he's in the church. And yeah. the three guys are handed it to them. Next thing you know, they kill everybody. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, I agree. I, so this buildup for gold and silver was just this great backstory with some just creepy ass animation. And then you get gold and silver and it's, it's two, I don't know, ice skaters in leotards and it's blades of glory. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is. It's Blades of Glory. Like when I saw it, it, I was like, it's Blades of Glory. What's going on? <laughs> and it's even worse because the, the whole backstory was longer than their actual fight against Duke. Oh, my God. And you want to talk about just the lamest. I, I, OK, so I, I give I give Duke credit, right? When Golgo puts gold down, he empties the fucking clip, right? Like he <laughs> puts more bullets in the gun. And then you just keep shooting gold. He make sure that fucker's dead. I respect. I love his choice of gun. What is it? What's his choice of gun? No, no, it's a Smith and Wesson, but a snub nose. But what type of gun does James Bond use? A Walter PPK. I love that you know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. But I, I, I said no, one that goes bang. Shiny one. <laughs> it's a semi-automatic. You know, go go. Unless he's doing a kill, his to-go weapon is a revolver. Six shots, zip it up. <laughs> he used, that's so, it's so time appropriate for that. He just knows that he doesn't need more than that many bullets to get the job done. Yeah, nine times out of ten, he only needs one. <laughs> but with gold, he emptied, he emptied the barrel. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm done. Just to make sure. And then, <laughs> then Silver, this is the lamest stuff. Most dumbass fucking the mask death. falls off, and you're just like, "Oh, that's why you're wearing a mask." <laughs> He's running with his arms back like ninja running, like ah! <laughs> Just, I don't know how bad you got to be at killing people because, based on the story, he should have been way better than this. But he gets that grenade stuffed in his mouth and doesn't stop to take it out; just keeps running. <laughs> Hold maybe it, fight this. <laughs> maybe hey, you never know. Maybe the, the grenade was flavored. Oh, uh, Silver, I'm gonna need you to bite down. <laughs> I, I, I have a. Maybe they only work well in the in the Amazon. They don't put oh, them in a city man. and they kill themselves. You have to put them in the forest. So I felt I felt very let down by Gold and Silver, despite just the immense buildup of this storyline and and the way they ended was just. So underwhelming. It, it's it's to the point where I really kind of wish they would have flipped those scenes so you would have had the gold-silver fight before he ended up fighting Snake. Because I felt like he was more in peril against Snake than he was against those two. Oh, yeah. And it's it would have been the last ninja's essentially unkillable trope because Snake was, you know, been the big problem for him like from the beginning. So it's missed opportunity there. Um, but yeah, I it was... Snake, Snake took so many people from it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I feel like that was the fight. I, I can only picture him as baby teeth. Baby that's, teeth. Well, that's, he's baby teeth. I, 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 I'm going to keep going. It's all right. It's all right. No, no, <laughs> we're going with baby teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it, it showed how removed he was from that, you know, from, from the people that he was employing. Gogo. Yeah. It's because sure. the fact that you're with the guy who's killed, the guy who's worked for you long, a long time, the girl who gave you everything, gave you her heart and soul. He killed him, and not one time did you kill him talk about, this is for blah, blah. Right. This is for blue, blue. I mean, nothing. He just yeah. kept on running. He's yeah. so stoic, he didn't have to say it. Like is... The second the bullet hit them, they knew. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know. Um... <laughs> he would suck so... as an ego Montoya. <laughs> right. I loved the the it's for an, a Japanese anime. It's a very Western story. 
Uh, you got an oil tycoon who apparently ordered Kennedy killed, which was a, a fun yeah. side bit. I'm like, oh, okay. We just threw that in there because why not? Um, and and you know, it's, it's a rich oil baron and, and a master assassin and all this. Sh- it was just, it was very, it was very Western, um, which I, I, I appreciated it. It was just cool. Um, so he makes his way up. He's, he's fought his way through this thing. He gets his way all the way to the top of the building to boss level. And and uh, Dawson, that's the name of these guys, right? He yeah. doesn't even want to give Gogo the, the joy of pulling the trigger. He decides just to fling himself out the window. After all this. Anybody else do <laughs> what the hell? I did a what the hell when he jumped out the window. I was like, what the, what? I was like, right? Yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, that was denied from him as well. Yes, I love that. I love that he didn't even give him that. I love that that Duke is like, nah, bitch, you died in my way. <laughs> Meaning he took a revolver, stuffed a <laughs> revolver, shot her over 50, 50 floors, and hit him before he hit the ground. Before he hit the ground. In the forehead, perfect shot before he hit the ground. <laughs> It was it was so so Duke. It was just so Duke. But but I, I I it was great. I loved that whole bit. I loved the reveal that that Robert was his own killer. Like that was that was cool. Um, I did. But it didn't make sense. Why was Robert his own killer? Yeah, they didn't say why. He just yeah. Said, they didn't say sorry. This is my yeah. my suicide note. But that's he didn't say shit. why he wanted to die. Just that hey, I'm pretty sad, Dad. And I'm feeling really down, um, but I'm too much of a chicken shit to do it myself. So I'm going to, because I'm rich, uh, I'm going to pay the world's best assassin to do it for me. So bye, dad. I just had a couple million just hanging around. <laughs> hey, and not only, you know, hire the best assassin, but have it, you know, during, you know, this whole giant party ceremony that's happening on the boat in front of it's all, all of his family and his friends. And, and that's. I mean, I just had more questions at this point. It was like, okay, well, hold on. When he ordered the hit, did he meet with him? Because that could have been the shortest contract ever. It would have been like, yeah. Mr. Mr. Golgo, I need you to kill me. Here's a check. <laughs> Bang! You know what I'm saying? But no, no. Sure, no problem. Right. I feel like there had to be. Exactly. Like there couldn't have been a face to face on this. You know, it had to be a middleman. It had to be like a, a thing. And what does the middleman's look like? He's like, I Who want you know, to go hire knew that he guy was the one to hire kill him. me. Middleman could have done it and just kept the money. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Do we even I, know if Gogo knew that the son was the one that killed him? That, I, is, him. that is an you excellent know, question. Gogo doesn't ask questions unless he's scared. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And, we, and, and the chest boo boo and the chest boo boo made him scared, yeah, so, so he had yeah. to ask a question. So <laughs> and yeah, and so now that again, it's like, did he did he know who hired him? I assume, but you know, that's you can't know for sure. Like maybe he didn't know, but it's his face gave nothing away, so you you won't know. Right, but but like okay, so I assume he didn't because the whole contract for Doctor Z came through a remediary, it came through a third party, it came through his, his clockworky buddy. Yep. And so I imagine that's probably where his gigs come from. So he had no idea that he was paid to kill a guy by the guy that he was killing. So do we know, 
do we know if any of this is actually based on any of the stories in the manga? Well, no, but it is based on real life. Um, this is all me. Uh, this is my life story. I just want to let you guys know that I had to change the name because it, it, Rick and Duke, you know, it's very similar, but different enough that we, uh, and I had to make him Japanese. It was, you know. You know, yeah, somewhere, I, somewhere Duke Douglas <laughs> will be listening to him. I just want to. <laughs> give me a sniper shot through my window. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. I honestly have, I, when I, I got, let me look it up real quick before I open my freaking mouth. So this came out in 92 for us. And this is dangerously close to when Leon came out. Uh, Leon came out in 94 is when we got it. So sometime like within a one year span, because chances are we didn't see it right in 92 when it dropped. It probably like sometime 93, we probably watched it. So this came out right. You're talking about the professional. The French one. <laughs> Leon, the professional, yes. So, yeah. So, the professional, Leon, the professional, the movie, Luke Besson, came out in 94. And Golgo came out in the States in 92, 92, 93, probably when we watched it. So, I kind of conflate the two because I wasn't sure when the professional movie was coming out, if it was a Golgo story. Because, I'd, you know, it's seen the anime. So I was like, oh shit, this is like, it's a master assassin. This, I wonder if this is a Golgo 13 story and come to find out it wasn't. But I always conflate the two together because they were so close to each other in release dates for us when we were growing up. Somebody was biting off the other person. Easily. Right? I, I feel like like Luke Besson was probably just a really big fan of, of anime. And I think that there's got to be truth to that because I've seen The Fifth Element and that shit is a live action anime. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it because I conflated the story all the time, the characters all the time. It, it came out at a perfect time for us, uh, the age group that we were in. <laughs> I forgot my point. The point was is I wanted to talk about the fact that the two movies came out around the same time, and they both featured a protagonist who was a master assassin. And isn't that interesting? Hey, the other dude had a plan. It requires everyone to kill him. That's right. It's to grant everyone to kill. Him. What would you say, Lena? I said the other dude at least had a plant and drank milk. <laughs> he had a plant. I mean, <laughs> he had a plant and had a Matilda. I, but, uh, but also so stoic, right? Like Leon was, was an extremely stoic character. Uh, nowhere near as stoic as Duke because, of course, no, Duke yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> it was a very interesting uh, time to be alive in the mid-90s when we were having all these master assassin films in our lives. That is super similar. And so... Back to Golgo, our Duke, which, again, another thing that just doesn't get explained, why is he 13? He's Golgo 13. Obviously, Duke Togo is his real name, and only certain people would know that. But he's the 13th Golgo? I don't... Maybe he's just lucky number 13? I don't know. I, it was... But there are 12 because, you know, more in front of Anyone him. that deals against him has to deal with, you know, Golgo death. 12. So he's very unlucky for them. Yeah, I remember... Sidebar or using that's what we call mindless it. music. It's mindless music. Mindless music. Do you remember they actually had a video game for Golgo 13? Yes, on the, on the NES. I never played it, but yes. How would you do the video? Is it like is it like Duck Hunt on steroids or something? <laughs> 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 
clock, the clockwork guy comes out with the corpse. <laughs> and it's even funnier because that game actually did get a U.S. release. Oh, shit. And you miss a kill and he just laughs at you. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, this whole movie was an intense shoot 'em up movie to make a video game of it. I, you know, if you did a first-person shooter on, on the PS4, that'd be awesome. But for an NES, I'm the only thing I can think of is... You're saying this. I will still play that game. <laughs> right. <I was> so, <laughs> um, no, I think it was a platformer. I think it was an action platformer. I think Contra. Negative. It, it was a mix of everything. Was it? I've actually got a stream going up right now. There's a helicopter sequence. Damn. There's a uh, like Hogan's Alley type sequence where you just got a giant reticle and you're going all over the screen shooting people. No, that's that's just the type of game we were hoping for with this. <laughs> you have another one where it's like behind his back and he's shooting. Then you have a platforming sequence. Wow. All right. So there you And this was NES? NES. There you go, folks. NES. Wow. You have a dungeon crawling type sequence where it's the pseudo 3D and you're going all over the place. Like Wolfenstein? Even older than that. Well, obviously, Nintendo. I like uh, the old, RP- the old uh, Western RPGs back then, where you're going through the dungeons <laughs> and it's like frame by frame by frame. Man, all right. So yeah, yeah, yeah they this series is has got a lot. There's live action movies previous to this anime. Um, Sonny Chiba was in them. Yeah, like the Street Fighter is a pretty big deal. And then there have been anime series in the early 2000s as well. Just gonna say, and then there were anime to follow it. There was Queen Bee, the sequel, which we'll get to eventually. And then there's the series. So, I mean, this has been a long running franchise. Uh, So now I'm gonna get to the point that I wanted to talk about before with Laura. Um, Laura, the billionaire's son's daughter or son's wife, who loses her husband in a freak murder, doesn't inherit a penny and ends up a penniless prostitute on the street for some reason, because I buy that plot point for sure. And I kind of wish just a little bit that she would have killed Golgo at the end, because I feel like it would have been poetic or ironic that this woman who was used as a pawn to kill him was ultimately the thing that killed him. Well, that that could also, you know, the fact that she literally got the short end of the stick. She did absolutely nothing wrong, and she yeah. was just destroyed. I, and I, I don't mean to, to use it as a pun, but she really got fucked on this oh, one. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was not... So you're if right, anybody, you're right. If anybody deserved a, a W, <laughs> it, was, it was her. Um, and... Even like Brian said earlier, even at point blank range, she couldn't deliver goods on that one. Nope. Couldn't even shoot him in the butt. I mean, there are people Deadpool and some dude just random shot right in the butt. She couldn't even shoot him in the butt. I mean, <laughs> she. No, no, I. She shot him with the butt muscle. And it's it, she was just broken. I guess is the. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. She starts up. She's holding the gun up to the head. Starts dropping the gun. At one point, you could have just pulled the trigger and shot him anywhere. Yeah. No, I feel like it was... Anyway, I I know that it's... Obviously, you're not going to kill your main character like that. But, boy, wouldn't that have been a poetic end to this little story? So, I had a thought about that last scene, too. How did he not know she was there? (laughs) 
Oh, he knew. Well, I think well, he knew he was there and just didn't care. I, yeah, I don't think he gave two shits about her because she wasn't she wasn't a target. She was never an aggressor in his life. Like she she didn't have the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the every fucking no. initial organization hunting him down. If anything, she was she was a twenty dollar bill. She was the equivalent of a twenty dollar bill. It's like here, she let me let me damage. let me tip baby teeth with this twenty dollar bill, and that was. That was her whole purpose. I'm not um, even sure Gogol even registered her, registered yeah. her as anything. Like that he was, probably, if he even knew who she was. Yeah. Like, like he didn't look at her like, oh, you're home. I'm just gonna walk off now. <laughs> you, you look strangely like a four year old who tried to shoot me in an airport the other day. That's right? <laughs> just nothing, right? There's no, no connection between Gogol the two. You don't even know what happened to the girl. You don't even know what happened to her daughter. Oh yeah, no, she was calling She's out. He's obviously for emotionally for the rest of her life, right? No kidding. Yeah, that dude, that Dawson dude, he he wanted the whole. He just gave up on everything when his son killed himself. He's just like, I'm gonna burn this whole fucker down, all of it. <laughs> Everybody dies. So did was the butler's name Alfred too? I don't know. It was Alfred or Albert or some shit like that. But it, it was, was it was. Yeah, so you know, she's calling out for him. I was like, of course. Now you know she's gonna turn into Batgirl. Um, but <laughs> dang, hey, sequel. Uh, <laughs> Batman versus Google Thirteen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Albert. Just look it up. It was for Albert. Sure. Okay, so it was Albert. Yeah. So uh, this little girl is alone in an airport. Her mother is a whore. Her dad is dead, and her grandpa threw himself out of the window before getting shot in the head. Who's the richest little girl? And left nothing to anyone. I she's obviously set for life. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the only heir to the oil tycoon's fortune. So and clearly mom doesn't want it because she's turning tricks for a couple hundred bucks. Like it makes me wonder what was she doing before she met him? Turning tricks for two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he found you on the street and that's where he'll put you. Uh it was it was yeah. I mean, she was, she was oddly comfortable in that situation. I don't know. It's just she like, fell right into it. Like, no I big deal. It. I'm like, you gotta, that is a far, I don't, I don't, just saying, it is a very far fall for me to go from being a millionaire to sucking dick. Like, it's, it's a long fall. There's, there's a lot has to happen before you get to that point. I mean, she's a billionaire tycoon wife. Now she's only doing two hundred. I mean, at least right? be a high end escort. Come like, on, you, you, you know you're worth play. it. Like, <laughs> have a little dignity. There. <laughs> really, I mean, know your worth. It is a. Right? It, is, it is a far fall, and they really don't. It, it, honestly, that that whole end bit. I know the anime had to end. <clears throat> and it couldn't just end. It had to have some kind of epilogue. But did that have to be the epilogue? Like, he could have visited Rita's grave or some shit, and I would have found that far more satisfying than finding out Laura's a, on the street and can't hit a barn, broadside of a barn. Oh, you know what? She's a stormtrooper. That's what, She was a stormtrooper oh, yeah. before she got... The... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so she fell from being the billionaire's wife. <laughs> With soldier, far, far away. Soldier in an imperial army, and <laughs> came back, and then started sucking dick. They, that's it, you know. You can, you can, credits don't work on Earth, so um, I don't know, man.
sorry, but I feel like I want to start going to other prostitutes and saying, hey, were you ever a billionaire's wife? How did we do it? It was not my business. Tell me, but... your, tell me your story. No, no, I, I'm not looking for anything. I just, I, just your story. It's really, <laughs> they're never that good. There's, those stories are never that good. It's it's usually yeah. a pain your way through college or math or, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's never as interesting as, well, I was married to a multi-billionaire son and, uh, <laughs> He was there, killed by a world class assassin. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so <clears throat> it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It, you know what it is? It's it's the same thing that happens with a bunch of anime from that era. A bunch of anime in the eighties, right? You, you get this. You're. It's part of a, a manga, so they know that they got more story than they know what to do with, and they don't know how to end it. Right? Fist of the North Star, fucking weird ass ending. Even Vampire Hunter D just kind of fucking weird ass ending like all you know it's a just a common trope for me at this point that if it was an anime from that era the 80s that it's probably got a weird fucking shitty ending akira as much as everybody loves akira it's a weird fucking ending brian you know the ending tell us all about it (laughs) oh god there you go (laughs) <laughs> I was about to ask the same thing. Anyway, um Fair enough. Fair enough. So so let's let's do this. Let's do our thing. Um I'll let you start, Brian, since I threw you over the one. Tell me about your final thoughts on GoGo 13, the professional. What did you what did you think? How do you feel? There are a lot of good things in here that overshadow any of the negative things I love. I love that we had, we got a great love making scene. A sex scene? Love? What do you want to call it? Sex. We call them sex. It was a sex scene. Sex. It was a sex scene. There was a um, lot love, of, gr- love, there were some gratuitous sex scenes. Yeah. And I love that it, it, it didn't feel forced, except for KVD. But, sure. Uh, somebody gave wasn't her, but somebody did. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I don't think I don't think it counts. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I don't, think it, I don't think it counts. Judges? Yeah, no, it doesn't count. So it doesn't count. All right, all right. Like on a play. Clearly. <laughs> um I love that the, his weapons were period. It's not like they made anything super like it, it like they didn't invent it, weapons for this. and they put a, a trigger case on. Boom. It was a snub nose. It's not like he had held 15 bullets. No, six bullets, and he had to manually reload it. I love that. Um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it so much. I watched it three times. All right. Did you? And even with that, I still didn't know that the Ford that he was driving was. <laughs> did you? Did you watch it subbed, dubbed, both? How'd you do it? I have to watch it sub. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Which is which is actually something I wanted to... Thank you for bringing that up. I hated that when, like, anytime they put something in that tight writer print, mm-hmm. there was no translation for what it actually said there. Yeah, yeah, on our copy, it didn't have that. That's uh, is what it is. You can make shit up. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. That, that's it. I'm a local master. I'm a local <laughs> master. 
and over here, and then when they showed Brannigan and told his story, I said Brannigan was actually uh, John Wayne. No, well, that yeah, exactly. that tracks. Yeah, that's a little different from mine. Mine it was the first one is you know it, that he uh, had achieved being a Pokemon master at eight, and then moved on to uh, you know killing people for a living just because he liked the challenge. So yeah. better than Pokemon. Yeah, you got to make your own story here. You have to. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lynette, as as a, a victim of once again suffering our choice of rando 80s anime that you hadn't seen, what? Uh, how'd you feel about Golgo? Um, I was confused at first. Like I couldn't. Uh, the first shot scene, I actually had to watch it twice before I realized that he shot a guy getting off a plane from a plane and left on a plane. That was kind of. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Am I, am I, is this the Matrix? What's happening? And <laughs> and then after that, it just kept getting more fantastic. You know, fantastic yeah. with all the shots, all the angles and everything. Um, I just, I, I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I couldn't get over the fact that he never changed an expression. <laughs> I was like, at one point, you got to move your eyebrows. So, at the very least. <laughs> you got to moat. And he had those Kenshiro eyebrows, them big yes. freaking, like he had the whitest Sharpie in the world when they drew those on. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was thinking. I was like, at one point, you know, your eyes are open. That's cool. But at one point, your eyebrows are going to have to move. I need to know <laughs> when you're surprised or if you're angry or or if someone just passed gas in the elevator. I need to know. <laughs> they moved like one micrometer. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. so, and like, then, it's impossible for us to mimic his eyebrows. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, we can't. And then, then you go to the extreme with baby teeth, and it's so oh like the God. whole time I'm like, like, ooh, one guy is freaking me out because he doesn't make any facial expression, and then the next guy is freaking me out because I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I what he's he gums doing. everything to death. But at the same time, the fact that it kept my interest when I'm not really into a lot of the yeah those types of movies, I was like, okay, this this can do it. All right. Oh. Yeah, I, I concur. I, I'm not generally a, a spy thriller type. Like, uh, you know, it's I got to be in a specific kind of mood to enjoy a Bond film. But yeah, it's I I, I agree. It was uh, this is something that something something else. Vic, I think Vic. they might set us on fire if they find out that I've never watched any of the Bond movies. Oh, they—they they might. This is gonna burn it all down. <laughs> Send all your hate mail too. No. Um. <laughs> so, Vic, Golgo thirteen. After way too many years, what do you think? Well, considering it's still one of the few VHS that I still own, I own that one and I own Akira. I think there's another one or two I still own. Vic, why why do you why do you still own it on VHS? Because I don't throw them out. I have like a whole I have a whole cab. I was like, you only have one. <laughs> I have a I have a cabinet full of VHSs. Like no oh, way. Well, if you ask me about my DVD collection, then that's guys, insane. Guys, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to like knock y'all for having retro formats. I, I own records. I get it, but <laughs> I like... have the original Disney Cinderella VHS. And the white clamshells that the internet tells me are worth money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the with the with the pee pee castle. 
Oh, oh God. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Besides the slight distraction here that, yes, I Apologies. own it on VHS, bite me. Um, I loved it. It it Because of when it came out, you know, it came out in the very, very early 80s. So it had that 70s vibe. It, it's like the color choices, the musical choices, it like screams 70s. And I think it helped it even more because you know you can't get away with any of that crap today early 80s to me it really did feel early 80s i mean animation wise but i mean like thematically come yeah, on thematically. i'm talking about the music wise music oh music wise yeah it felt like it had a lot of synth driven music you know so it felt like point of synth, but the style the just the overall style of music itself was very 70s it was yeah come on man. it's like a whole saxophone sex scene in this i mean like every time every time he's hey, not hey. emoting and he's looking intensely at something it's is, is kenny g a joke to you is, is kenny g a joke to you hey you telling me now kenny g is a joke you don't believe in kenny g was in the 80s do not that's, invoke that's do not feeling. invoke his name do not invoke his name <laughs> You're gonna talk, Kenny. You better bring it. Fine, fine. But it's okay. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, though. I do have to make an apology. I think we were too hard. Laura, that was her name. Laura, 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 the prostitute. No, yes, we were too hard on her. Why were we too hard on her? I don't feel we were hard enough on her. I feel like that was. <laughs> No, no, because here's what happened. We were talking about the fall that she had from billionaire to prostitute, and we just went from contract killers to talking about Disney. So we can't, <laughs> we, we can't judge. <laughs> I was like, wait, really? <laughs> I have the clamshell of Cinderella and a little Mermaid. I was like, no, wait, what? <laughs> what? What? How many Ryan shows? How many shows can you listen to where we talk about contract killers, prostitutes, and Disney all in the same and, show? And, and we are only we are here. Only mindless midlife musings of the animator. It has to be mindless on this one. You know, people are going to be googling what is a VHS because nobody really. <laughs> and you know what? They deserve whatever they find. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of scared. What shows up first when you Google a VHS? The Ring. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's actually a Wikipedia article on VHS. Uh, well, that's not as interesting. Uh, so, yeah. So, <clears throat> I guess my my final thoughts on Golgo here. Excellent spy thriller type film um, that just happens to be animated. Like, I feel like story-wise, action-wise, this stands up to everything from that era uh, as far as you know this sort of genre goes and i i think that uh, it does it does stand the test the animation doesn't really stand the test of time as much but the action and the story and everything else that 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 does it does kind of keep you around the to, to me the animation definitely feels dated for a lot of it uh, but some of it's excellent some some of the shots are just dynamite um and so do CGI for back then was just insane considering yeah. everything else at that time was nowhere near that. Yeah, I mean revolutionary in a lot of ways. It it really was. It did a lot. And um here's something I did want to touch on. It was a mindless musing that I wrote down and I wanted to bring it up. It's the name of the film. 
is Golgo 13. That's what it was called in Japan. Here, they called it Golgo 13, the professional. And uh, what I read on this is that when they were bringing it over here, our good friend Carl Masick from Harmony Gold, Streamline Pictures, he uh, wanted to release the film over here, but he wanted it to appeal to anime fans and ordinary filmgoers. And he feared that the name, people who didn't know the manga, which is basically everybody out here, <clears throat> uh, that they would think that it was the it was part of a series, like the 13th movie in a series that they had no access to the other 12 versions. So he decided to add the professional to the end because he felt that it would make it clear clearer that it wasn't a 13th sequel. I don't know how, but I think, that's... He, listen, I think he screwed the pooch on that part. <laughs> because I got to tell you, if I hear Google 13 the professional, I think I need to look for him on LinkedIn or something like that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's, his, what's his, uh, you know, how many words did he type a minute? Right. All right, but it, it makes you think, okay, that's a subtitle. So what's the subtitle for the 12 previous movies? Right. That's the way Go-Go I approached 13, it. Killer. Go Go 13, the this. Go Go 13, yeah. that. So it, Go Go 1. Go Go 1. Go Go 1. Go Go. That one's just Go Go. Uh, <laughs> so that's just Golgo. It's just Golgo. Golgo one is just Golgo. So yeah, I, I feel I feel like it was just a f- stupid, mindless musing, but it was it was a uh, an interesting tidbit that in an effort to be less confusing, he added a subtitle to the title. That frankly only made it more confusing. <laughs> yeah, screw the poos on that. Yeah, really. Especially with the professional coming out two years later. Right. Yeah. Especially with <laughs> coming out two years later. Just. Like, really threw anything for a world. I actually had a problem with that, with the whole <laughs> the professional. I mean, now that I'm a professional, do I get to put that colon Brian James, I, the professional? I mean, I no, feel like you Brian could. James, a professional. The professional and a professional. I mean, if. How many other people out there doing? I'd say do it. If you're the first one, you're the professional. So go for it, and uh, you know, see see if the uh, the libel suits come rolling in afterwards. Uh, I'm gonna put a number there too, just to see if that you're 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 go go ninety four. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could have called the movie Duke Togo, and it probably would have been fine. <laughs> Um, I'm going to bring this up when we talk, when we actually get to Queen B. Yeah. I think he sucks at hiding his identity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure. Like, why have a shitty secret identity? Because everybody is, he's Batman. Everybody knows Batman is Bruce Wayne. (laughs) I bet if he smiled more, they would not be able to figure out who he is. That is the folly, is the folly of Duke Togo, is that everybody knows he's fucking Duke Togo. Everybody. <laughs> he gets slept with more people he's killed. I... <laughs> that, that has... And, oh, and, that, and ar- that... arguably, everybody he slept with has been killed, so... <laughs> so we get Google HIV next. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah... Um, <clears throat> do check it out. Do check out Gogo Thirteen, the professional. It's gonna be a tricky one for you. You're you're looking for 
1983 release. Uh, the sequel, Queen Bee, we'll get to that eventually. It's it's definitely in our criteria for things we want to watch. Uh, and, you know, eventually I'm sure we'll touch on the series as well. But but yeah, do check it out. It's a it's nothing if not a fantastic love letter to the uh, spy thriller series. Uh, with all the bullets, boobs, and everything you want from this kind of a film. So with that... Or a smile from the good guy. And never a guy. smile. For, that's right. The, the stoic calm of the professional. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, I think this is going to be our show for today. So until next time, keep calm and call Baby Teeth a fucking dentist. You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.